Pandemonium Reigns. Yo, 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 welcome to Pandemonium Reigns again. We're back here one more time today to talk the week that was, excuse me, the Saturday that was week four. And boy, is there a conversation, right? Absolutely. So thank you so much for tuning in. We're going to we're gonna fly through these games. We're not going to hold your attention very long because, frankly, we didn't get to see a lot of this. <laughs> thank you, Neyland Stadium. Thank you, Tennessee. Thank you, God. <laughs> thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord Jesus. All right, so let's just kind of top at uh, start at the top of the of the schedule that was Saturday, and let's talk Kent State in Georgia just for a second here. You've got some Georgia fans, at least I do down here, saying, oh, no, yeah, or you know what, Georgia's not who we thought. Okay, chill out. Please. I please just think chill. I just think you had a bad day, honestly. I mean, I don't know what to make of Kent State, you know, and it's not an impressive win. However, I still think you're the best team in the country. I still think that if you play this game again, Kent State probably doesn't score. Right. So I I just, you had a bad day. It was one of those noon things. And listen, 2007 is confirmed because of stuff like this. Right. And we're going to get that. And, and, and another reason 2007 is confirmed because of Kansas, Kansas is four and O. Right. So Georgia fans, you just need to calm down because everything is fine. You were, you were, you still are who you were week one, week two, week three. You have anything else you want to, you want to say on Georgia? Not much more, no. Um, you're granted one of these snoozers against a Kent State every once in a while. Um, they've played a brutal, brutal schedule to this point, playing like, uh, here we go, Oklahoma and Washington in week – Washington week one, Oklahoma week two, Georgia week four. I mean, they've seen a lot. Credit to them for not just rolling over in this game, but Georgia, you're fine. Yeah. Please just take a chill pill. You had some turnovers that I guarantee you is – material for Kirby to clean up. So it's mm-hmm. fine. Relax. Just like Aaron Rodgers told us last year. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. That's good. Michigan didn't have a very impressive win over Maryland. I've only seen one highlight from this place. So everything that I'm about to say is going to be based off the stat sheet. Looks like Tagovailoa uh, Tag had a good day, 20 for 30, 207 yards. Two picks, though, and only one score. J.J. McCarthy. 18 for 26, balling out, 220 yards, two scores. But here's 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 the stat that jumps off to me, and you I can tell by your face, you know exactly yep. where I'm going. Corum, he's that dude. 30 carries, 30 carries. Like, do, do they have another back on the <laughs> roster? Do, do, do they, I don't know. He accounted for every rushing yard that they had with 243. <laughs> My goodness. So, you know what? Is Maryland good? Yeah, I think. I mean, I think they're. I think they're a top twenty-five offense, probably. So I don't think Michigan fan needs to freak out. I think you 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 hosted and and beat a good Maryland team. Any any piggybacks off that? Yeah. yeah. Um, not too much. No, that's that was awesome by Corum. I do think they have another back. I'm curious what was up with him, Donovan Edwards, I believe, if I'm yeah. not mistaken. Um, so I'm curious if he was banged up or not able to go. But yeah, wow. Yeah. Out of boy, Corum. Here's, here's where I want to spend some time, actually. You know, most of our viewership is in the South anyway, so who cares about Michigan? If you're listening, Scott Davis, sorry, not sorry. <laughs> so, <clears throat> Clemson beats Wake Forest in double overtime. You know what? Sam Hartman is back for Wake Forest, so that had a lot to do with it because the boy – did you see this? Six touchdown passes. Jeez, dude. <laughs> Six and just nine incompletions. What a game. And you know what? If they win this game, people are talking about him the way that they are Hinden Hooker right now. Agreed completely. And it's only it's only because they lost. I mean, it really, that, that's all it is. Because the, everybody, as far as that part of the world, is talking about DJ Uyagalale, who he also threw five touchdown passes, which is yeah. pretty dang impressive. But – my gosh, Sam Hartman, 20 for 29, 337 yards, six touchdowns. Unreal. So I, w- I want to say this, just in regards to Clemson. Okay, so your QB1 improved this week, right? He got better. Completely agree, yeah. All, right? All you have to do is watch the highlights, and you can see enough to see that DJ improved. However, Wake Forest, outside of Sam Hartman, not that good, Okay. 
right? So credit to Sam Hartman. Here's my point. If Clemson somehow makes the playoffs, they're going to get thumped. They are if, they're going down in in painful style, I think. If they if they draw a four seed and Georgia's one, well, one seed, that's not close. If somehow Bama, if they somehow draw Bama, that's not even close. If no. they draw an Ohio State, that's not even close. All right. Agreed. Duji DJ Uyagalale, which I feel like I'm pretty good at saying that. He's going to have to continue to get better if 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 Clemson is going to get better. So props to him. Will Shipley was 20 carries, 104 yards, and a touchdown. He had a he had a long run of, of 53. Uh, but you know what? Hey, good win by Clemson in is it? Do I dare say hostile territory, or do I just say? Blake Forrest is uh, they're extremely excited as they should be about the run they've been on. So maybe so. Maybe. Um, Maybe so. Uh, we'll see. We'll learn a lot more about Clemson real soon. Yeah, yeah. Were there any golf balls thrown in Winston-Salem over the weekend? Highly doubt it. <laughs> Highly doubt it. All right, so, again, yeah, Clemson is going to have to get better. Uh, if they're going to be a playoff team, they're going to have to get better fast because they got a Florida State game coming, and Florida State is 4-0. and oh. But let's talk about – I could call this the crap bowl. I could call it the toilet bowl. I could call it the tiger bowl. I could call it the bad bowl. Do you know how this game ended in regulation? Did you see this? I've seen the clip. I've seen the narrative about Luther Burden scrubbing those social medias. Come to Knoxville, Luther. Um, (laughs) I've seen seen the low lights of this game. I can't say the word high followed by light in this game. Um, What a just – dude, 31 points got scored and this game went to overtime? Like – so here's what. A, so apparently you didn't see into regulation. No, I did not see the end of regulation then. I saw the end of the game. So into regulation, Missouri is inside the Auburn red zone. They kneel once, they kneel twice, they kneel three times, and they go to kick a field goal. And they miss. <laughs> That's what took this game into overtime. That's what wow. did it. Wow, wow. And then you have the way that you lost in overtime. Auburn, before I found this out, Auburn was basically saying, no, you win it. Yeah. It turns out before that, Missouri was like, no, you win it. Please win this game. (laughs) Listen, I will put, if if, if I could bet in Georgia, and if this was an option, I would say, there's, Harson doesn't last the season. No way. Which LSU is, could take him this week. They could. Absolutely, which is crazy because the dude's in year two. He's in year two, but they haven't progressed. They've regressed. Absolutely. Right? And yeah. the quarterback situation is unfortunate, but, dude, you got a transfer portal, and they tried to capitalize on that with Calzada. He's hurt. I know. You got Robbie Ashford, who's exciting, and I mm-hmm. just – I, you know what? If I was an Auburn fan – I would be begging to normalize firing coaches off of a win because that's what you need to do right now. That was horrendous and what a disaster of a game. Yeah. I want to recall a statement that I made going into this, that weekend. And I said, tank Bixby is good enough to get you this win by himself. Well, tank was 19 carries 44 yards. Was the Missouri defense that good? Was the Auburn offensive line that bad? I don't know what it was. I've got a stat for you, and you may have seen this. Do you know how many cards – cards? Do you know how many yards he had after contact in this game? Oh, boy, no. It was in the 60s. Now tell me how many yards he wound up with netting on the day. 44. How does that add up? Because it's Auburn and they're that bad. Oh, so he, my goodness. That means he's getting hit in the backfield and taking it for – negative you know less negative or zero yards or a yard 19 carries 44 yards and he somehow totaled 60 yards 62 yards I believe it was after contact that's remarkable in the worst way possible is it possible that Brian Harson is getting the Herm Edwards and his assistants are telling other coaches what they're doing I mean we know Auburn to be that type of place would you be surprised no, I mean, not in this world. Absolutely not. You know, absolutely not. So, anyway, I, 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 Deion Sanders to the Plains. <laughs> so, I mean, try it. You got, I mean, what, what do you have to lose? Like, it's so bad right now. I mean, I, and I, here's something I'll say about Tennessee in our non Orange cast is 
Tennessee's proven you can climb out of bad situations if you make a good hire, if you get offense right. Mm -hmm. Take the chance, man. It'll at least be exciting. You'll have a room full of talent because he will recruit wherever he goes. Yeah. Take the chance, man. Fire the coach. Do it yesterday. Yeah. Talk about a contrast in personalities for the Iron Bowl, right? Saban and Deion Sanders. Again, if I'm Deion Sanders and and if I'm looking at two options of Georgia Tech and Auburn, I'm going, uh, Auburn. Auburn, please. (laughs) Don't want those academic restrictions. I mean, no. Which we need to talk about that because Jeff Collins is is, is out at Georgia Tech. And I saw – what I believe to find a pretty reliable source on TikTok, which I know there's, <laughs> that's such a weird thing to say, but there's, there's this guy that I follow on TikTok and seems very credible. Uh, would love for him to listen to our show or even have him on. He said that this was something that Georgia Tech was talking about doing last year was lowering their academic standards. And that just really flabbergasts me. Me too. But um, if, if that's something that they do, Deion Sanders, I think, is in the conversation now. Because I think if you're Deion, I, heck, I think if you're anyone that's eligible for this job, you should look at that job and say, city of Atlanta, check, big mm-hmm, time. Mm-hmm. State of Georgia, check. Mm-hmm. Not SEC West conference play, even though it's going to change, the conference is going to expand and schedules are going to change. You're looking at it and you're saying, ACC schedule? SEC schedule. Give me this all day. Mm-hmm. If they lower those standards, that could be huge for them. I mean, that could that is a factor that that really impacts the landscape of Southern football outside of the SEC and could impact nationally. Yeah, absolutely. But a lowering of academic standards at a Georgia Tech is so much different than a lowering of standards at say like an Alabama because they're probably lowering it from like a ninety eight percent acceptance rate to like a ninety four. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, exactly. I mean, I mean, really, their their pride is in their brain, right? That's that's what they do. So um, Auburn, let's just let's just glance at Auburn's schedule. We're here real quick. See if I can get this pulled up. Uh, oh, they host LSU this week. They travel to Georgia next week. Travel to Ole Miss after that. Host Arkansas. Does Harson? survive the next four weeks i think is the better question well he, he's not going to survive the season does he survive the next four weeks i think if lsu doesn't do it then georgia will unless unless something's just wrong with georgia and i have zero reason to believe that coming off of a kent state game yeah then if lsu doesn't do it and and let's keep in mind there are weird things in this lsu auburn series with the home team winning with auburn not winning in death valley very often if if hardly ever so there's weird things in this series. So, you know, maybe expect the unexpected this week. I'm not saying I'm not picking Auburn to win that game, but weird things happen there. But if LSU doesn't do it, Georgia will do it. And you know Kirby Smart is going, wait a second, I have an opportunity to end the coaching tenure from whoever this dude is at Auburn. Yeah. Let's let's go do that. Because he's it ain't he's, much, but it's honest work. <laughs> oh, he's like, don't tip me with a good time. Watch this. Hang yeah. 100 on them. So, yeah, uh, yeah, bad time to be an Auburn fan. And I hope Tyler Rowland is listening. Appreciate him coming on the show whenever that was. But, man, you were wrong. <laughs> you Sorry, were. bro. I wanted you to be right. Yeah. He was wrong. I like Harson. I like Harson. That dude's going to win. I got a no fight. issue with him. Yeah. Yeah, he is. And he's going to go, he's going to go rebound. Because Auburn is is so much deeper than head coach and personnel right now. Sure, um, he's going to rebound, man. I mean, maybe he may have to work his way back up some. Yeah, but he's going to rebound. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, again, it's it's 2007, and it's confirmed because the Kansas Jayhawks are here, sitting at four and zero, and they have a quarterback who is special. This Jalen Daniels, I think is his name. Yep. Is it Jalen? Let me confirm mm-hmm. that. Yep, Jalen Daniels, 19 for 23. I know it's Duke. I don't care because it's also Kansas, okay? 19 for yeah. 23, 324 yards, four scores. QBR is 98.3. Let's not mention or fail to mention that he also led them in rushing. 11 carries, <laughs> yeah. 83 yards, accounting for a score there with a long of 30. Kansas. There's no way that Leipold stays there after this year, right? Dude, I mean, I mean, I've said things like that before with a guy like Matt Campbell and others, but dude, I don't see how he could. And I mean, you've got 
TCU, you've got Oklahoma coming, you got Baylor coming, and then you got Oklahoma State after that. That's a tough stretch. I hope he's not looking ahead because I'm kind of enjoying this little blue wave out there. But I mean, dude, I don't see him staying. I mean, he's going to get crazy offers just from what he's done in the first four weeks. Yeah. Let alone, let alone if he continues to do it over that four game stretch that's coming. Mm-hmm. I mean, talk about exciting. You know, I I'm glad that college game day came to Knoxville, and I think that we earned it as much as Kansas earned it because of the, the opponents that we played. Mm-hmm. But I do wish that I could have watched that game. Maybe I'll find a way to go back and watch it. But, yeah, that's so fun. So 2007, I would say Leipold's headed for a much bigger job if he's one of those guys that takes them. Yeah, absolutely. So let me just let me just throw some voodoo stuff out there, and I really hope that I don't jinx us. But the last time Kansas was this good, was 2007 we've said it i feel like a hundred times do you know what else happened in 2007 my boy your volunteers, your volunteers were in atlanta after winning the east uh we did not beat florida that year but we did beat georgia so maybe it's one of those years probably not because georgia's still <laughs> really good yeah but hey um college football has proven over the course of its history that it's weird it is weird and it's beautifully it's weird. weird it's weird hey so props to kansas um, I would be feeling different about this game if David Cutcliffe was still in, in Durham, right? Agreed. But he's but yep. he's not. So, you know, uh, what's the what's that statement that wise man once said? Sucks to suck, Duke. Kansas Jayhawks, sorry. <laughs> they are here. All right, let's talk about let's get continue conversation in the Big 12. And um Texas is doing it again. They did this last year. They're they're doing it again. Now, yep. what's what's different about this go around is Texas Tech is a good football team. All right? They Don't, are. If if you guys are just oh Texas lost to Texas Tech, what? Listen, they're they're well coached. You you need they to go are. back and watch this game if you can because um, what's crazy about this is. I don't know if you heard what the head coach of Texas Tech said in the locker room after this Uh-oh. win. Oh, I did he, not. He was inter- obviously interviewed on the on the on the sideline as they're exiting the game. All right, and um, he is asked the question, and he turns around. He tells this to his team in the locker room. He says, "Boys, I was just asked what it's like to to beat Texas, right? Yeah." And he says, "It ain't about beating Texas. It's about being four uh, four and zero oh in the uh, in 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 or uh, being one and zero oh in conference play." He he dismisses the fact that he just beat. Texas he downplays it he basically (laughs) I love your face he basically tells Texas sucks to suck he did and you know I'm not enjoying this for Texas I don't you know it's not like it's Oklahoma it's not like it's Georgia Alabama someone that I want to see lose yeah right um but I, I you know there's many alternate realities and universes that I'd love to see in college football because Tennessee's been bad. Mm-hmm. Well, I want to see the one where Quinn Ewers doesn't get hurt as well. Yeah, um, for sure. I hate that. You know, yeah, Texas is kind of doing it again. I hope that they clean it up. You know, I'm not expecting them to because they haven't in the last few times they've done this. But, yeah, I mean, wow, dude, that's that says a lot that, that their coach said that. You, you bring up the Quinn Ewers factor. Let's talk about that just for a second. Hudson Card was not bad. He was 20 yeah, for 30. Yeah. He was 277 yards. He, he threw two touchdowns. He threw one pick. I mean, he, he played well. In my mind, that, that's good enough for a win. Yeah. So, so <laughs> I, I, if Sarkeesian does this again, if he goes bowless again in Austin, he's on the hot seat. I mean, Absolutely. I, 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 don't, I don't know what else to say. All right. So Me let's, either. Let's talk about a fun upset. Let's do it. Yeah. Let's do it. Yes. Tennessee finds the state of Tennessee finds more than one way to conquer the state of Florida on Saturday. Uh, <laughs> the Blue Raiders of Middle Tennessee soundly handle Miami. 45-31. Listen. Did you see what Tyler Van Dyke said? Oh no, I did not. So, I don't I'm not sure if this was before MTSU or after but he said, I enjoy playing away games more because we play games in a Hard Rock Stadium, and it's just not that college football atmosphere. Dude, I did listen. see that. So I just want to say this about Miami. You're not back, okay? You're not back. You proved that you weren't back, all right? You, you didn't play your best ball against AM either. Your biggest problem is your fan base. 
they don't show up. You don't, you don't, I'm not even sure you have a fan base inside of Miami. You might have a bigger fan base outside of Dade, outside of Dade County, outside yeah. of the state of Florida. You might have a more here in North Georgia and in, in, in Chattanooga, right? Because yeah. they're not going to Hard Rock Stadium. And until you get that fixed, you're you're not back and you have you have problems. I've listen, this is a this is gonna roll into a bigger conversation for me because I you know, on Twitter and social media, I'm so tired of hearing about transfers. I'm so tired of hearing about who won the transfer portal. USC won it. Ole Miss is winning the portal. They were mm-hmm. second in the transfer portal class rankings, whatever. Mm-hmm. Miami was 12th. They brought in 11 transfers. It ain't ac- accounted for diddly squat yet. You couldn't beat Texas A&M off of them losing to App State. Mm-hmm. You couldn't beat MTSU. Listen to this one. Somebody sent this to me earlier today from Chris Vanini on Twitter. Middle Tennessee hadn't completed a pass of at least 60 yards since 2019, and it had four of them, four against Miami. Since How, 2019? No passes over six, at, of at least 60 yards since 2019. And it did it four times against the U. How do you do that? This is that okay. So you, <laughs> let me let me let me let me let me add some salt into the wound for Miami. Uh, on top of that, I heard this. Do you know where? I'm pretty sure it's Coach Stockstill from MTSU. Yes. Is that right? Rick okay. Stockstill, I think. Do you know what his alma mater is? <sighs> Shoot, I think I used to. I don't know. Florida State. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> he wasn't planning on just cashing a check. No, he was not planning on just no. cashing a check. And again, another sign that that 2007 is 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 here. Miami, let's just so they're they're currently sitting at two and two. They're going to turn around and host North Carolina, who uh, got handled by Notre Dame. But if you play like you did against MTSU, that's a loss. Doesn't gonna, matter, yeah. You're going to go to Blacksburg, and I think you could roll out there with seven dudes and still beat Virginia Tech, so that's yeah. not a problem. Duke is 3-1, and one, so their only loss is to a good Kansas. You're going to go to Virginia. You're going to host Florida State. You're going to travel to Atlanta. You're, you drew Clemson, okay? <laughs> and you're going to end the year with Pitt. So, let's say one – Two guaranteed wins. And, and let me ask you this. If MTSU lines up against a Virginia Tech, do they win that game? If MTSU lines up against a Georgia Tech, do they win that game? Because roster-wise, Tech and Virginia Tech are probably and arguably better than a Middle Tennessee. So yeah. this is not a this is not a tough schedule, but it, it is it is a tough stretch. It's, it's a because, risky schedule. Because of what for you've them. just done. Right. Yeah. Because you just, what you just, I mean, you, dude, I'm so, I, I can't figure out how schools continue to land big coaches like Mario Cristobal, like coach, you know, Texas has landed every big name, every cycle, and it just continues to not pay off consistently because a loss like this, I mean, this is like in the ballpark of losing to Georgia State. It is. So, like, how do you recruit well? How do you land transfers? How do you have a team probably of a lot faster and bigger guys and lose mm-hmm. that game, mm-hmm. giving up 45 points on the way? I just yeah. – yeah. I just don't know. Call me crazy for what I'm about to say, but I'm going to lump Miami now because this is how bad this loss was. Lump them into a category as Nebraska. Nebraska – That is. Nebraska is, is still selling out no matter what happens. Their problem is their recruiting pool. Yeah. The problem with Miami is very similar because you just can't get dudes to come. Yeah, it's, it's like those uh, Rose Bowl environments, regular season for UCLA. Mm-hmm. It's like those USC environments when they've not been kind of trendy and as good. But you're in the southeast where football is still king in the state of Florida. But Dade it's County. obviously not. Dade yeah. County where people care about Little League. Yeah, I mean, it, and and you're not drawing them there. Like, you They're got not going. big problems, big problems. The Dolphins are better than you. A hundred percent they are. hundred <laughs> percent they are. So, anyway, I mean, b- bad times. I mean, uh, talking about this Nebraska comparison for a second. Nebraska hired hired the golden child. This yeah, is, they this, did. This is what Miami's done. They they hired Mario Cristobal, a, a national champion, right, when he played for the U. The, this whole thing is proving that hiring of your Michigan man, hiring of your golden child, hiring – 
us hiring a Peyton Manning or a T Martin, it don't mean Jack. It don't mean hiring, nothing. Hiring guys that are, you know, I'm, I don't know if they're associated with legends. Pruitt was in the Southeast for his entire life. He played at Alabama. He's got the pedigree. Dooley is the son of a legend. Not that that's always a good thing, but, you know, Butch Jones, he was an outsider. And until until he crapped down his own leg, it was it was working better than it had those previous guys and those other guys. He batted, and now yeah. Josh Hopple, you got a, a freaking guy from the Dakotas, the Dakotas who played meaningful college football at Oklahoma. Yes. Yes. But dude, it, it lines up to me that outsiders are are better. Yeah, I, there's examples, I, yeah. and I just don't understand it. I, I mean, let's we, we could throw Dabo in that conversation. I mean, you know, he's he's he he played at Bama, but I mean. The situation with Tennessee and Heifel is sounds like Heifel was burned by Oklahoma, so he's like, yeah. you know what, that's fine. I'll go plant some roots over here, and 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 this will be my home. Yeah, I, I'm done with you. Which, hey, I'm here for it because we're going to talk about this Oklahoma game in a second. And boy, do I have a stat for you that I I didn't know existed. Oh, I can't wait. James Madison goes to Boone, North Carolina, and beats Appalachian State, and Luke Combs turns over in his bed. Right. Let me tell you who James Madison whipped in week one. Oh, man. Tell me. Middle Tennessee State University. They whipped them 44 okay. to 7. All right. So I'm so glad you mentioned this because I get so tired of talking about college football and somebody says, well, this team beat this team. A beat B and B beat so, C. Yeah. So A should be able to beat C and do it soundly. That's just not how this game works. Nope. It's all about match match matchups and, and stuff like that. But you know what? Shame on Appalachian State because I, I don't know what got to you, but James Madison's D2. Or, no, they're D1. <laughs> I, I'm having a brain fart. Are they D2? I think they're – They're D1, but – They're uh, D1. Lower, lower level, yeah. A or whatever it is. Um, <laughs> I, yeah, okay. I was rooting for them. I mean, they were they were having heck of a season. And, yep, and that magical. Kinda, but don't get me wrong, though. James Madison is, is a good football team for the respect, they are. respective conference and division and all the things that they play in. Uh, Oregon takes care of business against Washington State. A three-point win right there. But I, I don't really want to hang out there because I want to get to um, seven-point win of Ole Miss over Tulsa. Yeah, and here I was just saying that they, you know, they quote-unquote won the portal. And, again, don't get me wrong. They made great additions. Zach Evans, good addition. Their offensive line that they have, I don't know how many of those are high school prospects versus transfers, but they're doing their job. Mm-hmm. Um, well, Zach Evans didn't have a good game against Tulsa. Maybe he got banged 48. up or something. But they're fine. They're really good on the ground. They are. And Dart is kind of doing enough. He's not not Matt Corral. He's not Shea Patterson. Right. But he's doing enough, game managing. They're running the ball well, but – yeah, eight point thirty five twenty seven win over Tulsa. Yeah, what? right. When you okay, so let me let me get some clarity here. When you say Shea, Shea Patterson, do you mean Matt Corral, or was that no, sorry Matt Corral and or Shea Patterson? I got gotcha. you. He's gotcha. not that. He's not those guys. You know. I got gotcha. you. Um, but yeah, he's he's managing games, but that whereas they've been breadwinners through the air and via the quarterback, it's it's the ground game now. Like yeah. that's what they're doing this year. Credit to Lane for that. Yeah, you know, credit to him, but. They're not that explosive, like we're going to just throw it, you know, mm-hmm. however many times, and the quarterback's going to ha- make the play every time. They're not that. But they're they're very e- efficient running the ball so far. I'm wondering with Ole Miss if we're seeing a – who Ole Miss is without a Marat, Matt Corral. And was Matt Corral at the college level just that good? You know, I think he was fantastic. Um, I, I really do. He, he yeah. was remarkable. Um, Lane was over aggressive a lot of times, and mm-hmm. that set them up poorly. You know, hit, hit Alabama game last year, mm-hmm. um, and they had remarkable speed and guys who could just flat out get open at receiver mm-hmm. and good tight ends. I'll add, yeah. but you know, here we are, and it's a completely different story a year a year later. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, I think people need to keep their eye on Ole Miss going forward. And you know what? This this game against Tulsa, eight point win. These 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 games are are proven to not be automatic wins. If if you've got a Tulsa, if you've got a a Group Five, somebody on your schedule, you need to prepare for it because it's that year. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it is that year. 
it is it is that year because continuing in this conversation as I grin from ear to ear, Kentucky, Kentucky struggled against a one and two Northern Illinois, 31, 23. You and I didn't get to see this again. We were in Neyland. Um, looks like Will uh, Levis, Levi's, I still don't know how to say his name, threw for a lot of yards, but I, I, what are the words? You're a top 10 team in the country. You're a top 10 team in the country. And that's your performance? I mean, Vanderbilt beat these guys by 10. They scored 38 at their house. You couldn't oh even do that. Oh, my gosh. I'm, I'm sorry. so happy you That's just there. my shade for Kentucky and my hate and how much of a clown they are. Um, and I thought Chris Rodriguez had – is that his name? Chris Rodriguez? Running back? Rodriguez, yeah. Rodriguez. I thought he had a two-game suspension to enter this season. I'm guessing it must have been four because we're entering week five now. Mm-hmm. And maybe Ole Miss was looking ahead to this game that I can't wait to talk about when the time comes mm-hmm. uh, between Ole Miss and Kentucky. Um, maybe Ole Miss was looking ahead to this. Maybe Kentucky was looking ahead to that trip to Ole Miss. I don't mm-hmm. know. But you ran for 103 yards, 2.9 per carry against Northern Illinois at your place in a night game? What is that? What is that? I know the people can't hear my head shake, but it's shaking. I promise you. It's it <laughs> that garbage, dude. If if I'm a Kentucky fan, um I'm, I'm livid. That that's 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 bad. That's bad. So bad. I mean, and there's a there's a conversation right now in the college football world about getting these guys off annual schedules, right? It's yeah. boring. It's a is it though? I mean, this not this, this year. Yeah, this year is telling you uh you might want to reconsider this 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 trading northern illinois for another sec opponent right you you might want to might want to slow your roll down a little bit and i which makes me listen i know that akron was bad and i know that ball state was bad but it makes me feel that much better that we just handled them though because northern illinois is one and three agreed because i'm so sick and and not to go tennessee on this podcast that we're that's not an orange cast but i'm so sick of 24 to 7 and 31 to 10 Mm. and it's you know if i'm a fan i am a tennessee fan if i'm a fan of these teams i want you to handle business now kentucky vanderbilt Mm -hmm. Ole miss go go look like clowns and have close games with these teams i don't care but it's so much more enjoyable to handle your business and put on a show than win by eight running for 100 yards in the process like what are we doing yeah 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 no i'm with you i'm with you i'm with you hey let's uh let's keep it moving and um Arkansas, AM, 23-21 win for the Aggies. I, I'm going to sneak this in there just because I'm going to find this humorous, okay? Okay. My strong performer of the week was the Arkansas kicker for finding a way to hit the top of the goalpost. That's a strong performance, bro. <laughs> that is a strong, very unusual performance. A strong performance that I didn't know that I needed. I, I have been watching this game for as long as I can remember. I have never seen that happen. Absolutely not. I have never seen that happen. I don't, and I, and that is the only play that I can recall. And again, didn't see this live, but I, I, I obviously I saw the highlights. Not a good performance by by Anim's quarterback uh, Johnson. Eleven for twenty one, hundred fifty yards, one score. KJ Jefferson, though, if they win this game, they're talking about him. Uh, Grant, uh, yep, like we've talked about with uh, with Hendon, with Richardson, if they had won, with we mentioned someone else earlier as I choked. Um, can't remember who we talked about earlier. If they win, they get the talk. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, was a warrior, not an efficient passer, but led the team in rushing, three touchdowns total. Well, I mean, hang on, hang on. Let me. You said not an efficient passer, but that QBR was good for 79 and he was 12 for 19 the completion percentage. It's, it's, it's there. There's just, there's just not a ton of attempts. Yeah. Poor word choice by me, not an explosive passer. Like you'd like, like he's capable of frankly. Um, but yeah, I mean, 12 for 19, 171, two mm-hmm. and, and no touchdown, mm-hmm. uh, no interceptions, two touchdowns. Right. Uh, that is good, but he's capable of so much more. I've seen it. He um, is. and if it was there, then they no doubt win this game as they arguably should have done anyway. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, what a weird game. Uh, here's Texas A&M. 
winning these games I wouldn't have expected them to after losing App State. I'm telling you, man, they're just going to find a way to go eight and four, nine and three. Mm-hmm. We're going to forget the casuals, the nationals. They're going to forget about that loss. The same talk's going to be there entering 2023 for Jimbo. Oh, he's going to do it again. Mm-hmm. You know, they're championship playoff bound. And heck, that young talent is going to get better. Mm-hmm. But if the offense doesn't take steps, then we're going to have the same conversation again. Absolutely. So at this rate, September 3rd will forever be Bo Pelini Day. Going forward, August 4th will forever be Jimbo Fisher Day. Feels that way. It's hard to change my mind from that. If let me ask you this, let's talk about this for a second. If A Chain isn't on this roster, this dude was good for 19 for 159. This dude is a baller. If they don't have this guy, it's bad. Like it's real bad. Like it's real bad. And they just lost Anaya Smith, uh, a season ending injury, lower body. I'm not exactly sure what it was. I haven't heard, but they lose him. He's one of those explosive guys that they've not gotten the ball to enough. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, A Chain's going to get, dude, he's going to get 50 touches a game, is what they're going to have to do because they just, they don't do anything for me offensively. Yeah. It's, it's, uh, I'm not happy if I'm an Aggie fan. Uh, what year is Jimbo in? Five, six? Whew, man. Well, we got like three or four years of Kellen Mond, and this is, uh, the second year after the second full season after the, uh, Kellen Mond experience. So yeah, this has got to be four to, I'm sorry, five or six. Unacceptable. I mean, very, right, very I, unacceptable. Right. It just, I am, I am starting to put stock into the, this guy can't do it without an elite quarterback. Yeah. That, that argument is hard to go away from for me as well. So, all right, let's keep it moving. Actually, let me say one last thing about this A&M Arkansas game before we move on here. The saying goes, we found a way to win. I think A&M found a way to not lose. I agree um, because, I mean, you, if you watch the highlights of that game, you see Arkansas fumble what should have been at least three points away. They're, at the, they're close to the goal line. You see the weirdest doink of all time off the top of the upright. Mm-hmm. So Arkansas found a way to – to lose, mm-hmm. AM found a way and put pull just enough voodoo to, to not lose. Yeah, uh, it uh, wild, just 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 wild. I um, AM has my attention. Like I, I'm, I'm noticing that I'm wanting to know who they play next week, who they have after that. What is their stretch? Where's it at? All the things, especially now that uh, Anias is is down for what you said the year, right? Yeah, he's out for the year, and that's brutal for for them and for him. Yeah, unfortunate, unfortunate. What else is unfortunate is just Vanderbilt. Period. Their existence. It is unfortunate. You know what? I can name a handful of Group Five teams that have not only achieved more this season but that are just better than Vanderbilt. MTSU, Northern Illinois, Appalachian State, State, no doubt. James Madison, right? <laughs> yeah. I, again, Vanderbilt doesn't have Mike Wright. It wouldn't have mattered. Nope. Wouldn't have mattered. But I want to say something to – here on the podcast that I said something to you when we were catching the last – no, I guess last minutes of the third quarter of this game, actually, I saw a ton of Alabama starters in defensively when this game was over. Way over. I mean, it was so over that they could have ran the clock the whole time, you know, like they do against, um, you know, Tennessee Tech or Chattanooga when they go to Norman, Oklahoma or Athens, Georgia. What? So it, let me ask this because, you know, frankly, a podcast from us would have been hilarious on Saturday. Um, I would have been in a hilarious headspace because <laughs> my blood pressure didn't come down until – well, actually, no, it's still high. Anyway, was Saban making a point? Was he trying to work things out? That's the only thing I can see, only excuse. But even if you play that out, if you lose a Will Anderson or a DJ – or I'm sorry, a Dallas Turner, excuse me. If you lose an interior guy, Byron Young, if you look, they heck they had an injury to Jordan Battle. Mm-hmm. 
I mean, think about what you're setting yourself up for. Not that they have a lot of games that we see as losses. We predicted them to go 12-0. and 0, mm-hmm. But, I mean, why play with that fire against Vanderbilt? It's going to be – if things go as they go for, for Alabama, it's going to be easier and easier to get the guy's attention because it's what they do. Mm-hmm. He, he's not going to need, hey, here's this film. Here's where you sucked. Here's where I'm going to clown you and, you know, make an example out of you. Like, those opportunities are going to present themselves – in games and they're going to get better if they do what they've done what was that my hands are up i don't know i i got nothing i i don't i i i don't want to be so quick to say saban's getting old saban's losing the locker room because i don't think that's the case yeah but i i don't know i i really just don't have an answer here because that is uncharacteristic very, very uncharacteristic. Like, I, if anybody knows, it's him that his seventh string can wipe the floor with Vanderbilt's historical best, right? Yes, so, absolutely. So why? I just, I don't know. I don't know. And Will Anderson, three tackles for loss, two and a half sacks. It's going to be, if he, if he turns out to have a similar season that he did last year, it's going to be extremely disappointing again, just as a college football fan, to not see him as a Heisman finalist. Um, absolutely, but I'll tell you this: if Hendon Hooker continues on his trajectory, then Will Anderson will win the Heisman. So, problem solved. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we'll get we'll get snubbed. A Tennessee quarterback will get snubbed by a defensive player once again. Once yeah. again. Hey, well, uh, Wisconsin's bad. Boy, are they. Wow. I mean, Ohio State's waking up week by week. Uh, Wisconsin, not great. Yeah. So, Wisconsin on the stat sheet shows us that historically they are still ground and pound with mediocre average quarterback play. Braylon Allen carried the ball 23 times, 165 yards. He had a long of 75. But Graham Mertz, quarterback, Wisconsin – 11 for 20, 94 yards. 4.7 yards per completion. And a pick you know what? And a score. You know what? And and we've been talking about QBRs, 15.4 for Graham Mertz. And you know what? Maybe more than the upsets, maybe more than Appalachian State doing things, uh, Kansas being good. <laughs> this right here is your proof that the year is 2007. The fact that a QB one for a power five team had 94 pass yards. The team totaled 104 because Braylon Allen had a 10 yard pass factored in there. I guess the running back pass was thrown there, but what dude, wait, just adapt, please adapt. And I know they, that's who they are, but just adapt because frankly, that conference needs you terribly. Is that the issue though? Because they, 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 I mean, Brown Allen averaged 7.2 yards per carry. I mean, they they ran – well, hang on, hang on. I'm about to correct myself. Malusi, the backup behind him, was only four, four for 13 yards, but only had four carries. I mean, as a team, you almost, had, you almost had 200 yards rushing. For you to be that good when you did not throw well at all, I guess that's I guess that's my comparison here. You still ran really well. Now, granted, I didn't see an inch of this game live, so I don't know what the storyline was of this game. I've got some for you here. It it was here. Here's why I say adapt. Like, show us, prove to us that it's not 2007 because this game's 45 to seven after three. 45 to seven. Oh, I okay. mean, like. Thanks. I don't know what the move is because they're not a program that's been bad. They're they're a program that's been good and competitive, but like this does nothing for you. This loss does absolutely nothing for you. Mm -hmm. If you make, if you make it to the big 10 championship game, you're going to get killed. If you make it to the playoff, which they've not done, you're going to get killed. Mm -hmm. I mean, and I, and I understand that I'm not someone that likes to throw away good for the chance at being great, but this ain't, like this is not it. Saying that you got 14 points in the fourth to make it a 52 to 21 loss. Mm-hmm. I mean, that is just so bad. 
Um, I'm, I'm going to guess that part of it is receivers, lack of explosion, lack of dynamic receivers. But, I mean, that's just – that's a joke. Now, we'll say this. We just talked about Alabama Vanderbilt. The only quarterback that registered a stat passing for Ohio State is C.J. Stroud. Worst QB two, three, four, five, six, seven at in this game. If you won fifty-two to twenty-one and we're up forty-five to seven up to three, I think I can answer that because Ryan Day strikes me as the personality that says we're going to do whatever we can to get CJ Heisman. I got you, and he's, and that that's playing out. I agree with that. He he just strikes me as that we're going to do a little a little bit of a Lane Kiffin, you know, do whatever you kind of have to do to get what you want. Yeah. So that that's that's the only answer that I have because that I mean he should have been out sounds like in the third quarter, right? 100%, like 100%. He, like he only should have played a half. So anyway, uh the only thing I want to say last before we move on is if I'm a Wisconsin fan, I am in a panic because all Graham Mertz has, has done is getting worse every year. No doubt about it. Had a really no good doubt about had it. a really good freshman season. Uh, sophomore slump, and now junior year is – yeah, this this ain't good. This ain't good. Tough in, in, a, in a bad Big Ten West when this is their chance to to seize that division. And Yep. And and here's this. I mean, we'll talk about it. We may talk about it. I don't know. But they've got Illinois, 3-1 and one Illinois next week. Um, and they should be able to run that ball if they want to. I mean, they, they should be better than Illinois. But Illinois is three and one, and and Bielema is going. I mean, this game will be over in like an hour and fifteen minutes of game time because there will be like <laughs> seven passes attempted per team. Like that's just the way this game's going to go. But like, I mean, that's not a gimme anymore. And you can't tell me Bielema doesn't want this one. A hundred percent. That's a great point that I didn't even think about yet. Yeah, he left Wisconsin on on his on on his own. You know, they would have probably signed him to one heck of an extension. He left, but you can't yeah. tell me that he doesn't. Doesn't want that one. Absolutely. All right, All right let's move on. Do we want to talk about South Carolina? <laughs> Are you angry? Can I find, you know, I'm running out of inspiration and ways to continue this clown conversation that it's been and is. But I guess all that I need to say is that this game was 20 to 14 South Carolina over Charlotte at half. A terrible Charlotte team, not the little trendy Will Healy Charlotte teams that have been a little bit dangerous over the last few years. Mm-hmm. A terrible Charlotte team that's obviously in a rebuild or whatever's going on there. And you manage a 20 to 14 lead at half. And I understand that you pulled away. You kind of handled your business in the end, is what the final score shows. But Spencer Rattler, I think they already handed in the Heisman for the season. I'll have to check back and see if that's accurate or not. But <laughs> 17 of 23, 187 yards, no touchdowns, no interceptions. Ooh, let, me say whopping... it, let me say it. Let me say it. Let me say it. QBR 27. 27. 27. Wow, what? dude. 27. Hendon Hooker almost completed 27 passes against Florida last week. That's crazy. Um, dude, this is a joke. A joke. And I understand. You pulled away because you should. There's absolutely nothing to be proud of in that other than not losing. But what more do people need to see? Like, I'll tell you this. If Beamer is the head coach in 2023, and I don't think he's on the hot seat or anything, but if he's the head coach in 2023, the narrative better be a little bit different. It better not be this potential coach of the year, this trendy transfer portal winning team. Oh, let's see. I wanted to talk about the transfer portal. They were – oh. No, I don't have them on my list. I'll have to go back and get that information. Oh, here they are. They were eight. They were eight in the transfer portal class rankings. Two guys from Oklahoma, two from Oklahoma, a couple big time receivers from lower levels like James Madison. Yeah. What's it earned you? Yeah. mm, Can, 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 can we get a replay of the, the, the mayonnaise on Beamer's head one more time, please? One more time. I mean, give me, give me a break. Just I a mean, joke. that that's a that's a poor performance. Yes, you won fifty six to twenty in the end, but it should have been that way sooner because the talent way deficit. Sooner. It was at home. I don't I don't know what else you need to see. Let me ask you this real quick, and I'm not yeah. trying to harp on South Carolina. I, I think y'all are clowns. I really do. I think your coach is the biggest clown, and you experience the fans. I just think they're clowns because Beamer looks like a clown. The carry on Joiner. 
No stats on the box score here. Josh Van, the most proven, one of the most proven receivers they had coming back. Not a single reception, not a rush. I mean, oh, wow. oh, 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 Josh Van did return punts, so I know that he was in, involved in this game. How are you not getting the ball to carry on Joyner and Josh Van based on what they did last year alone, not their only seasons in Columbia, South Carolina? What, what is this? I wish time allowed for me to go back and watch this game in full. You know, 100%. I, I, I just wish I had the time to do that because that is interesting. Interesting. Not a good look. No, 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 not at all. Hey, um, but I'm here for it. All day. <laughs> Give me all day. This is all day. Can we keep Dion out of Columbia, South Carolina? Let's definitely do that. Let's uh, do that. That would wake me up a bit, scare me a little bit. I'll, I'm man enough to admit it. Don't want that. Yep. Yep. All right. So let's talk about Nebraska because Martinez at Kansas State is balling. And he didn't do this at Nebraska. Bro, against Oklahoma, he was 21 for 34, 234 yards, and a score. He ran 21 times, 148 yards, and four scores. He, he, didn't, he didn't do that. Did he see the writing on the wall in Lincoln? And was like, you know what? I got to get out of here. I mean, he had to because that's that's a remarkable performance. Like, you know, I, I, I was like, if we did our strong performance of the week, I wasn't sure where I would go if it was not in the Tennessee-Florida game because of the attention that we spent in Neyland Stadium on uh, Saturday. Mm-hmm. But, dude, I think it's I think it's him. And you can make a case for Deuce Vaughn, 25 for 116. But mm-hmm. Martinez having a game against yeah, the dude. Sooners. Love it. Love yeah. it. And, I, I mean, yeah, he had to see the writing on the wall. I mean, good on him for getting out of there. Don't love what's going on at Nebraska. Not enjoying their down their downtime. But, yeah. cre- I mean, credit to him for being that dude at Kansas State. Yeah, yeah. Did you see Eric Gray's numbers? Let me look. Let me look. Hey, that's, uh, that's, that's not too shabby right that's there. That's the best game man. of his Oklahoma career. Uh, against competition considered, I agree. Has he ever put up 114 at Oklahoma? I think he has in some of those okay. lesser opponents and things like that that they, okay. that they play. I got you. I got you. Well, let me let me, let me, let me <laughs> listen. Listeners, listen. Dan and Mike do not like Oklahoma. I Brent Venables is there. I like Brent Venables. Not anymore. <laughs> I don't anyway. Nope. So with this stat that I'm about to read to you, my guy. It just makes it that much sweeter. Let's hear it. In their last four matchups, Kansas State's three and one. Yes. That I love to hear. I'm here for that all day. Three and one. Let's go. Hey, the Big 12 as a conference in whole, this year your exceptions are maybe a West Virginia. Yeah. Maybe a TCU. But they're fairly deep. Like they are. You know what? The Big 12 was like, hey, you know what those big conferences, the SEC, the Big Ten, you know what they need? They need parity. Let's have it. <laughs> but what it doesn't allow for is Oklahoma to drop a game like this, Texas to not get back, because mm-hmm. frankly, if if it was a bunch of bottom dwellers, then they would be back. Mm-hmm. Um, but Oklahoma, man, I mean, they're that same team, aren't they? They're, they're nothing changed. New guys, ain't nothing changed. Yeah, I'm, 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 I'm with you. I'm with you. It's interesting. So the, immediately when I saw this score, listen, you know, before I say this, Kansas State's good. They're good. They're a good team. They had a bad loss last week, but <clears throat> they're a good squad. They're, they're they should be in the race for the Big Twelve championship game. Mm-hmm. This brought my thoughts immediately to Oklahoma and Texas in the SEC. Yeah, I mean, you know, and. I've probably said it on this podcast. I know we've talked about it, but when Missouri, when Missouri and Texas A&M arrived, I didn't have high expectations for them. Missouri exceeded them by far in those first few years, capitalizing on a down east. Okay, because there I it didn't is. think down they could east. even do that. Yes, I yes, could. Yes. I wouldn't have thought that they could even do that. Yeah. But I mean, you just said it. Oklahoma is one in three in their last four against Kansas State, which is a solid program. But Kansas State yeah. never, never 
has the dudes of even a middle tier SEC team, mm-hmm. Mississippi State, Ole Miss, mm-hmm. Auburn, mm-hmm. LSU. I mean, mm-hmm. they don't have those kind of dudes. Yeah. Same would apply for the East, with the exception of Vanderbilt, maybe South Carolina in some years. Mm-hmm. But how are they going to survive? It's going to be it's going to be, it's going to be fun to watch, and I just hope it comes to a point where where A and M and Missouri and Oklahoma, Texas, go back to where they came from. Because you Restore know, it. on this topic, because you know Texas Tech is like, <laughs> and you're going to the SEC. Okay. And yeah. Kansas State's going, <laughs> you're going to the SEC. Bye-bye. Take this, <laughs> yes. take this butt whipping with you, right? Yeah. Uh, again, Kansas State, good program, or good football team. Texas Tech, good football team this year. And the SEC West, down right now okay much more than previous years for sure but you're going to go you know we don't know what the divisions are going to look like and stuff like that but you're going to go if if it is divisions and we just we just make the divisions bigger you're you're going to play alabama every year you're going to play you're going to play lsu every year you know what you're going to play mike leach every year (laughs) i guarantee you mike leach is like (laughs) he's going to Dude, he's going to break the scoreboard on those teams. Like, he's going to put up – like, he's going to be going for triple digits against Texas and Oklahoma. Like, that, you know that, like, as weird as he is, there's got to be bad blood in there. Like, he's going to be looking to break the scoreboard to make it catch on fire. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. 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 So, I'm surprised that more people are not talking about these this Oklahoma loss, this Texas loss, and the SEC thing because, man, man. Good luck. Yeah, good luck to you. Hey, Florida State, are they're 4-0, man. Love to see it. I told you. I told you to look out for these dudes before the season started, and I'm you going did. to hold to my upset of the year which is losing its gravity a little bit because Florida State is is 4 and 0. I'm going to stick to Florida State beating Clemson. I'm going to stick to Absolutely. this. Absolutely. Now, I will say this. I will say this. If to I think for us to see that, then Clemson's going to need to beat NC State, not for the upset of the year narrative, but I think similar to how you were talking about Florida in our Orange Cast a week ago, you'd rather have Clemson coming off a win than having any extra fuel added to the fire. So you're, if you're Florida State, you probably want to see them beat NC State unless NC State could just break them, which I don't think they're capable of. Mm-hmm. Then you want to catch them kind of riding high, not necessarily on high alert like they'd be off the loss. So, yeah, mm-hmm. man, good call on Florida State. Yeah, yeah. Florida State's ranked. They're 22 in the country, and they just uh, – I don't know if I can say this word – tallywhacked. Yeah, they did. Boston College, forty-four to fourteen. I didn't see a mm. lick of it. I, I don't. So I don't know. All I know, Same. all I know, is that our prayers worked, bro, because Jordan Travis is back. Thank God. I I did scan this box score. I believe on again, folks, coming out of uh, many many hours in in Knoxville, Tennessee, in a Neyland Stadium. I think I scanned this box score looking for Jared Burst. Not sure that he's been yeah. able to get back yet. Don't know exactly what he's dealing with, but want to see him ball out, want to see him do For those sure. things. But, For sure. yeah, thank God that Jordan Travis is back because having QB1 back is huge. Big time, big time, big time. And they've got, a, they've got a three-headed monster in the backfield with the running backs that they got. So, you need to keep your eye on, on Florida State going forward. Yes, uh, sir. They, they play host to Wake Forest this weekend. Ooh, that's so a good one. That should be a that, good one. That'll be fun to talk about on, on Friday's show. Hey, we're nearing the end of the slate here. We're going to end it. With USC, Oregon State, did you did you see the very end of this game after it was over? I did over? not see the end of this game. I'm very salty about this game because it because USC not covering just a six point spread, not even a touchdown. You bums, them not covering that cost me some freaking money on my bets. It's fine, whatever. <laughs> you know, good teams win, but great teams cover. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, I didn't see any of this game other than the fact that they only managed 17 points against Oregon State, which was there, – there's I know there's a lot of history there. Um, but, yeah, didn't see any of this. The only thing that I saw was after the game was over, there was this video with three USC players jawing back and forth with some Oregon State fans. 
one of those one of those three, two of them I didn't recognize, don't recognize jersey numbers, but one of those, Caleb Williams. Running in his mouth, jawing back and forth with an or after you just listen, 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 listen. Oh yeah, I'm in. Oregon State's <clears throat> a three and one after this loss. All right. They 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 had beaten Fresno State, they had beaten Boise State, they had beaten Montana State. They hadn't beaten anybody. No. All right. I think they're better than probably what anybody thought coming out of this loss. But you have zero room, Caleb Williams, to be jawing back and forth with an with a Beaver fan after a 17-14 win against Oregon State. That mm. Yeah. That, mm. Not Oregon. Not Utah, not Washington, Oregon State. Corvallis. Again, I know there's some odd history in that in that series. I really do. I know that Oregon State's pulled some miraculous, beautiful upsets in that series. But you just load it up on, like, the five of the best players in the transfer portal. I don't know. At least the two most impactful in your quarterback mm-hmm. and Jordan Addison. And he went 16 for 20 – 16 for 36, excuse me. It was not good. 54. 55.4 QBR. You only got Addison ball three times. I mean, you know what? I here I think we said uh, or a minute ago I said that uh Oklahoma's the same dudes with just a different cast. And I think that Lincoln is still those Oklahoma teams with less explosion. Wow, bold. Uh, but I don't know that I disagree. Uh, I, a lot of football left to be played, obviously, on the year. But it you know what? Hard to argue after that after that win. I mean that that's ugly. I, mm, Caleb Williams, uh, you're a bum. Is that a game? Excuse me. Is that performance in that game enough in the long run to remove him from Heisman talk? Because that's that's bad in my mind. You know what? I'm I'm already finding myself having a little trouble with the Heisman talk because because of the way that it sways. I mean. Stetson Bennett has played out outside of his mind for this season so far, but a game against Kent State where he didn't do those things and he's no longer getting the buzz. So yeah, my, my what that tells me is that Caleb Williams would have to absolutely fall off a cliff. CJ Stroud would have to absolutely fall off a cliff to be removed from the conversation, but it needs to be had. Mm-hmm. It needs to be slowed down because it's still September. We're holding on the next games that are played on Saturday will be into October, but it's way too early for this conversation for anybody ultimately. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, back it up, back it up, chill on the Caleb Williams buzz and the hop. When you think about it in the grand, grand scheme of things, he had half a season or three quarters of a season in, in at Oklahoma. So yeah, calm it down, back off of it just a bit. There you go. There you go. I, uh, I'm with you. Hey, we're going to end the show this way. We're going to end the show with a, prediction because okay. it's, it's it's thursday some games are getting moved up i know that florida is one of them but i don't want to talk about florida i'm done with florida yeah oh, i want to talk about the game gags let's talk about because <laughs> they're playing tonight they're playing south carolina state and as i pull this up on the espn app i see that spencer rattler i know we're back on south carolina i, I can't <laughs> i lived there for five years their fans are the worst yep Spencer Rattler is two touchdowns, five picks on the year. And um, that that's enough to win Heisman, man. Now, I think <laughs> I, I think we got to go pry it out of his hands. Like I said, I think they already gave it to him. Did they not? I mean, my gosh, hand it to the guy. I don't know <sighs> anything about South Carolina State. I don't I don't have a clue. Okay. I I I got nothing. But have we seen enough? out of South Carolina, and have we seen enough out of this what is now a rivalry between South Carolina and Kentucky? Because that's who's next after South Carolina State. Is South Carolina looking past South Carolina State? Are they looking at Kentucky? I think after this this last win against Charlotte, I don't know that you can do that. Okay? Yeah. So, trap game? I mean, the the factors are there, but as I look at this game on the ESPN app as well, and we've gotten away from this as 
society, as sports bettors, whatever, this game doesn't have a line. That's that's what they're expecting the Gamecocks to do to whatever uh, South Carolina State is. Mm-hmm. Um, it doesn't have a line. And and you've seen lines on games like Tennessee Akron and Georgia and whoever. 50-point mm-hmm. lines are becoming more normal and just simply normal because usually you would just wouldn't get a line. So this game doesn't have a line. It's moving up to Thursday, which is awkward because of the hurricane, like you talked about. Um, I, I don't think so, but – I hope I'm not giving Shane Beamer too much credit on that because they should be looking at that Charlotte performance, just the half of football that was played in the stats that I see with mm-hmm. shame. I mean, you should have plenty to coach your guys up on. Yeah. So it shouldn't be, but I'm not going to say it's impossible to be a trap game. Uh, I will be uh, out on the town celebrating my 13th anniversary. So darn, I'm not going to get to see it. But yeah. let me tell you, can I tell you what I just did at the time of this recording, Mike, can I tell you what I just did? Let's hear it. My pastor in Charleston was was one of my better friends. Love this man. I, w- I would take a bullet from this man, but he's a huge Gamecock guy. Mm. I'm hoping mm-hmm. he's going to text me back because I just sent him a text that says, happy with Rattler? Question mark. Oh, yes. Oh, you got to let me know. You got to forward me that response and I'll be sure to go ham on it on the internet. I am hoping he responds before the end of the show, but we are wrapping up the show. So if I've ever left anybody with a cliffhanger, well, there it is. <laughs> we'll come back to it. Don't you worry, folks. Just tune back in. We'll come back to it because I do expect this. I don't expect South Carolina to get trapped here or lose, but it's going to be closer than it should be for longer than it should be. First quarter ends, and it's a 3 6 nothing lead for the Gamecocks. I won't be shocked. Yeah. Halftime approaches, and it's a 10-point game. I'm not going to be surprised with these guys anymore. They just don't handle business. Yeah, I'm, 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 I'm with you. Uh, I'm with you. Hey, well, that's going to bring us to the end of of this show. Thank you so much for spending your time with us. Again, you could have been anywhere listening to anybody, but you were with us, and you let us tickle those ears, and we appreciate you so, so much. The way that you can say thank you is by hitting the subscribe button on YouTube, uh, clicking the like button on this video, sharing and following on Spotify and Apple Podcasts and Pandora or wherever you find uh, and listen your uh, to your podcast. This is Pandemonium Reigns. Thank you again so much for listening. I'm Dan. That's my buddy Mike. We're Tennessee fans. We're riding high off a win off of Florida. We've got a bye week this week. We will be back on Friday with some pre- uh, predictions and um, talking week five. Week five, bro. My gosh. Week five. It's happening too fast. I'm telling you. It's happening too fast. It's worse than Christmas. <laughs> but at the same time, it's better. Uh, just yeah. kidding. Love you, Jesus. Just kidding. Um, <laughs> I've, 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 this is going to be one of those awkward endings. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks for listening. We love you guys. Have a fantastic Thursday. And uh, God bless. Go Vols. Pandemonium reigns.